0: Just how good is the Florida State football program? I'm about to tell you right now. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. I am your host, Brian Smith. Thank you to the everydayers that make this a fantastic show. Love growing it. Love having the opportunity to talk some Florida State football. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts for free and on YouTube. Part of the awesome Locked On Network, your team every day. Now, today's show is going to be fun because we're going to give a barometer for where the Florida State football program stands. Recruiting is awesome. The transfer portal, no team has done it better. The development and the players they brought in and how they've coached them up, and it's kind of hard to go against all of that. And then you're looking at the situation where you beat Miami two years in a row. You're about to hammer Florida. That's pretty awesome. And then the all-important quarterback position. Florida State's developed Jordan Travis from a guy that was not even sure he wanted to be a quarterback to one that's in the Heisman candidacy. I mean, it's incredible. So, we're going to talk about all of that today on Locked On Seminoles. That being stated, today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. So, this is very simple. I just kind of did an overview looking at stats like I always do. And the reason that I'm very, very happy with where Florida State stands overall is the balance. All the things that I mentioned in the intro, again, recruiting, transfer portal. They are absolutely developing their players because they took a lot of kids that were like three stars and now we're in the starting lineup and some are have even a chance to go to the National Football League. You're beating your rivals and you've got a quarterback play that you've shown you can develop somebody. That's the hardest trait among the coaching tree is getting a quarterback to go from where Jordan Travis was to where he is now. So let's start off with recruiting. I talked about it yesterday on the show. I believe somebody said they had like 112 prospects at the game against Miami. Look, you can bring a ton of prospects in no matter what program you are. Kids love to go to games. But that list was full of four and five star guys and a handful of three stars and kids that are coming up the ladder like 26, 27 prospects that are highly, highly acclaimed players, offers from the SEC, offers from Miami, offers from Ohio State, etc. They have kids across the board that they are being coveted by the best of the best. If you're recruiting like Florida State is, sure, you're going to lose some battles. You're going to lose more than you win because everybody does based on the number of offers to signees. But Florida State's recruiting has taken a jump this year from where they were just, say, the last five, right before Norvell got to the program, that hasn't been seen in Tallahassee in a very long time. If you continue on that path, while I'll talk about the transfer portal in a moment, and it will always be important, it will be minimized because development's already good. We're going to talk about that as well. And they hit the kids that go through your system. You're going to have fewer problems when the turnover happens. One of the reasons college football is so exciting because year to year, the roster changes so much. Think about the NFL. You have a team that gets the top quarterback like Brady was in Boston forever playing for the Patriots. It's pretty easy when you've got a a big time franchise QB, and that's why they overpay for those guys. But at the same time, college can't do that. Florida State is now getting to the point where they'll be able to take fewer, if they want, top players out of the, portal because they just got guys stepping in. That's what Bowden did. They would lose a guy that was an All-American, go to the draft. Two years later, you you might bring him, hey, so-and-so had a sack today for the Chicago Bears or for the Dallas Cowboys or whatever, but the guy that replaced him also had a sack against Miami or had a sack against Florida or had a sack against Georgia Tech or whatever it was they played that weekend. They had guys always waiting. Florida State is on the cusp of that. They're not there yet. They're not. But this class, if it finishes, you got to sign everybody on the dotted line, is a prelude to what I think is coming for more consistency for Florida State on the recruiting trail. Two, the portal. I've said it many times on this show. Nobody has brought in portal players like FSU and balance and developed all of them to make impacts the way they have. Think about whatever position you want. This year's, if you look at the depth chart right now, two, three deep, whatever. Starters, guys coming off the bench, et cetera, that have made a difference. Fisk, for instance, he doesn't get talked about a lot, but that's a top-notch defensive tackle, and you cannot teach size and experience. They get him out of the MAC kid that kind of developed late. A lot of schools wanted him. He picks Florida State over Notre Dame and a bunch of other schools in the Midwest. That's a coup and it has helped change the front seven for the Knowles. They have guys like Verse they got last year. He had a lot of opportunities, chose Florida State. They get Cypress at corner. On offense, obviously, the two receivers, Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman, tremendous. Even Jordan Travis, people forgetting this is before the transfer portal, he was a transfer. He went to Louisville first, and then they developed him. He's the key, and I will get to him last, but – He is the key to this overall. This staff has done a tremendous job of anybody that was on the roster or if they brought them in the transfers, they've done a better job than anybody. That's my opinion. I don't think it really is that difficult to figure out. Again, Trey Benson, how about a certain tight tight end that's really good right now that nobody knows how to guard consistently, that you can run the ball with or throw a screen to? How many teams really screen the ball to a tight end? Florida State has found a niche just everywhere. And then the offensive line is full of, of players that they brought in from the portal to help fix some of the misses in offensive line recruiting and other high school ranks, which is changing, by the way. So the portal in recruiting, it's, it's the lifeblood of every program, and Florida State is no different. Norvell and the Knowles have taken an uptick, and they deserve credit. Is it going to be easy to continue? No, but at the same time, it should be easier because you're 10-0 and, and number four in the college football playoff rankings. Think about that. If anything else out of this show that you want to take, I mean, 10-0 is still 10-0. I don't care who you're playing. It's not easy to win 10 consecutive ballgames. And they've done that. Here's the last point before we go to the other side and we talk a little bit about coaching and development and some of the guys I just mentioned. If Florida State finishes out this class in the top five, and I'd be very surprised if it's not, you're going to start seeing Florida State in preseason top fives in the near future. I mean, quarterback plays part of that. We got to figure out the quarterback for next year. But starting 25, I think, on Florida State should be considered a team that could be in the top five of preseason rankings in any given year. Again, quarterback is everything. So I'm not going to get too specific. But that's important because it didn't used to be that way. It wasn't even that way this year for a lot of people. They didn't know for sure. Florida State has taken that step up on the field and it's helped in recruiting. And now, you know, you're still going to be able to hit on the portal when you want to. So that's really important for the program. And you can't sit here and complain about any of it if you're realistic about it because they've improved across the board. That's what you ask for. And 10-0 and is still, as they say, well, it's 10-0. So speaking of pretty awesome and being 10 and zero, prize picks is today's sponsor and prize picks is something that's a lot of fun to play. What is prize picks? Largest daily sports, uh fantasy sports app in all of North America. Easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. You against the numbers instead of battle thousands and thousands of people that are pros and sharks, you pick more or less on two to six players for stat projections. So Rushing yards, interceptions, touchdowns, et cetera. This week, here's my example. Florida State's playing North Alabama. How many of the key guys for FSU, let's just use Trey Benson. He is a tremendous football player, but how often will he get the ball in the second half? Florida State should be up 28 to three and a half, 24 to three. I might go under on a stat like him with this. That's something to think about. But at the same time, you might have another player, maybe Tofila gets a couple extra carries or Ronnie Hill, something like that. Maybe you go over. You've got to use your own judgment. But again, it's you against the numbers, and you can win up to 25 times your money depending on how you play it out. So with Prize Picks, all you have to do is go to prizepix.com forward slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of $100. That's locked on college. So go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college. Use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Now, this is where a lot of things are always questioned coaching decisions, alignments, play calls. Florida State has done great at that too. And it's why you should be excited as well. The overall state of the program is headed up, not just because of recruiting, not just because of the transfer portal, like I talked just a few minutes ago, but it's doing well with kids that not everybody thought were going to be great players or had been role players and have been elevated. This is the difference between winning and being 10-0. Florida State's earned it. They have a bevy of players that are finding a way onto the field and doing things that I didn't necessarily expect. I mean, some of you may have picked some certain guys to do better, whether it's an offensive lineman, a linebacker, whatever. But they've just rotated guys and been successful. Now, you're going to take some hits when you bring in your second unit, generically speaking. But Florida State doesn't have the drop-off like they used to. Look at it this way. Think back to like 2020. Florida State's in a competitive ball game. And, and again, pick the school, Miami, Florida, whatever. During a competitive game, the second team comes out onto the field. The announcer, you're watching the game on TV. And they say, Well, they got four or five guys in the game right now that are coming in. They got a few of the backup deal. What was going through your head? Were you thinking, you know what? Eh, this may not go well. The development now is different. You may not have, I mean, not everybody's Jared Verse. Let's be real. But the development has helped guys come into the lineup and make a difference. Tofili's in the lineup. Do I really think it's going to change anything? If you bring in somebody for Finchrell Cypress, who's a really good football player, they still have guys. And they got guys like Hussey and some of these other freshmen that are trying to get into the lineup. But because the second unit and some of the sophomores and juniors are good, that are trying to get in there to compete with Hussey, or excuse me, with Fentral Cypress, et cetera. It's a conundrum to like, okay, who do you play? They have really good talent coming up. If you get to the point where you can rotate guys, and I don't want to say it's one for one, but as a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and of course Norvell himself as the head coach go, we're in a good spot here because I know what we've seen in practice. These guys have gotten a lot better. That's when you can rotate guys and save legs for the end of the season. Miami played pretty well against Florida State last week. They're not giving enough credit in the sense that, you know, talking about the Knowles here, they played a team that was pretty good up front, especially. The quarterback situation's weird for them, but Florida State had to battle there. And they went up against a team that gave a lot of effort, but they also rotated a lot of guys. And they did it, quite honestly, without a lot of people talking about it. That's a great sign. That's something I was watching during the game. You can't put a price tag on that. If you do not save legs at the end of the season, you'll see teams that happens every year, especially like Big 12 teams. Oh, they're going to the playoff. Big 12 always has somebody like that. And they fade. It's because they don't recruit and use the portal well enough to have the depth. They don't develop well enough on top of that, especially defensively. You look at the teams, like look at what happened to Oklahoma State against UCF. They could be 45 to three. Depth and development all across the board. I'm not picking on Oklahoma State traditionally as an offense, although though, They laid an egg last week. Florida State's not doing that. The development for the Florida State program is another reason, without question, that Florida State fans should be excited. I talked about this and did a similar show earlier this year, but I wanted to see where it was going to be at the end, and I thought I was going to do it after the UF game. I don't even have to. There's no need. Right now, there's a lot of reason to be excited. Again, recruiting, the portal, development, it's fantastic. On the final part of this show, we're going to talk about Jordan Travis as a specific trait, and that's quarterback play. And this is how Florida State can sustain its program. This is where Bowden and all his coaching staff, Rick, who is a quarterback coach, obviously kind of helps to have a guy like that as your QB coach, but they did a great job not just bringing in dudes and just slaughtering people with their defense, but Florida State found a way to win football games and clutch moments in a variety of packages with different kinds of QBs and getting it done. It's odd to me, but hilarious at the same time, because Norvell's doing the same thing. They've got different kinds of players on the roster, and Jordan Travis is a freak. And we're going to talk about that on the other side. But real quick, make sure that you check out the new show that is on Locked On. This is something that I didn't even know could exist, and it's pretty cool. Locked On is launched the first ever – Literally the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. So think of something uh, that you would watch on TV, the show sports. That's what this is, but it's local experts 24-7 covering the top sports stories across the country and everywhere else too. Any league, NHL, NBA, NFL, college football, etc. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe for the first ever national sports show 24-7 streaming content. Also, today's show is brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. And today's game changer of the week, since we're talking about him here in just a moment, Jordan Travis. I want to talk about him from a different perspective. We all know that he's a tremendous quarterback, 20, 20 touchdowns, only two interceptions. But the kind of person he is and the way he represents Florida State, that's something that anybody can get with. He deserves Game Changer of the Week for all the things that he has done for Florida State on and off the field. So now for your Game Changer of the Week being Jordan Travis. This is a company in athletic brewing that does a lot of great things themselves, especially their non-alcoholic brews. I like milder beers. They have a lot of different things like Goldens and Sours, et cetera. If you want IPAs, you can go that route as well. They are a fantastic company, and you should check them out. With that being stated, if you want to get something from Athletic Brewing Company, it's pretty easy. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout, 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, a fit for all times. Now let's talk Jordan Travis to finish why Florida state's program is ascending and you should be happy as a Florida state program. I just talked about him in with the athletic brewing game changer of the week. And here's the deal. You need to represent your program in as good a way as possible. I think we've all heard in some way, shape or form that Jordan has done that. He's also representing with balling out. He's not running as much, but he still has 20 touchdowns and only two picks and quite honestly, even when guys were were banged up, think about the Pittsburgh game, 360 yards through the air. He had like three of his top five guys out, another one barely played. This is a difference maker. Where was he two years ago? Here, here's the stat that is just mind-blowing to me. Like, I'm going to go over his 2023 stats here in just a second. But in 2021, a couple of key games. The Notre Dame game, he was not good. 9-19 Nine and 19 and three picks against Miami though later that year he'd started to develop and he'd started to make that that move forward Jordan Travis goes 18 to 26 three scores and no picks and of course he had you know a lot of a lot of success in that game with just making big plays not just with the legs but started to show with the arm making decisions that's development quarterback is about the shoulder up Making the right read, looking off the safety and doing different things like that. As I mentioned earlier about development in general, I wanted to go more specific here with this, and it's the hardest position. When you get quarterback play, you can you can hide other things. And injury is going to hit you. It did against Florida State for Pitts, against Pittsburgh for Florida State. And to be honest with you, I did not see that coming. I thought they were going to run the ball, take some shots, and just kind of let it be. They did not. Now, I'll give credit to Pittsburgh; they stuffed him quite a few times, but Florida State still hit the big play with Trey Benson towards the end of the game. And the reason was Jordan Travis in the passing game had hit him so many times with clutch throws. Jakai obviously had a great game, had over 100 yards, and they found a way to do it again. That's more development. Anybody really think Jakai was going to have that kind of game? I didn't. Player development. So with that, and, and to kind of wrap this up, Florida State's offense has continued to rise to the point where here are the numbers for Jordan Travis, two Oh five at a three Oh five, 64% eight and a half yards per completion, 20 and two. He is lowered his attempt, uh, completion number average just a little bit, but not to a detriment. This is a very fine line Two picks. Now he's had a couple others. He could have had intercepted. Most quarterbacks do but let's say he still had four. That would be a five-to-one ratio. That's tremendous. And he made clutch plays in big games. The Clemson game in particular, they come from behind. The opportunity against Miami, he takes what he can against that defense. They played pretty well, but he made the clutch throw to Keon for a touchdown on a fade ball. Couldn't have really been thrown much better. These are the kinds of things that you have to have if you're going to make the college football playoff and have a great team in general. That's the bottom line, man, And its development. Two years ago, that Notre Dame game, did you really think that he was going to develop to this level? Give everybody on Florida State's coaching staff, not just offense, but defense, they all have to collectively help these kids get better on and off the field. Give them credit. They have developed him and quite a few other guys to the point where you're like, you know what? This is what we're looking for. This is what we want out of our leader. And now they can go back to the beginning point here in recruiting and say, if you come in here, you may be at this level where you're nine and 19 as a freshman or sophomore, but when you're towards the end of your second year, you get into your third and your fourth, and if you've redshirted maybe a fifth, you're going to kill it. You stick with our plan, you move forward, and you will get to where you need to be. And you can be a part of a great football program here at Florida State University. I think it's just pretty awesome the way they've done everything in general. Because even a year and a half ago, going in like to the 22 season, I, I had talked to a buddy of mine that covers Florida State and has for a long time. And he was skeptical. He was telling me six and six to eight and four, but there were just too many games that were iffy for him to go anything above eight and four. He just couldn't see it. They go nine and three and then they win the bowl game against Oklahoma. I've talked to him since, and we talked about development, talked about the opportunities and recruiting. Everything has just went up. They've hit that, that green button that says go, and they've just hit it on everything. So to summarize, recruiting, transfer portal, the development across the board, beating your rivals, and then like Jordan Travis is a specific part of doing all of this from the internal side of coaching. Florida State's football program is going up. We'll see how they finish this year and how it goes beyond, but there's really no reason to think that the Knowles aren't going to be a consistent winner for the long term. So with that, please hit that notification bell, hit that like button and subscribe to this podcast and share it wherever you can. If you have somebody you think is key to the development of the program, give me a comment on YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'm curious about it because There's a lot of different ways to look at it. I use Jordan Travis. You may have a different perspective. I'm certainly interested to hear what you have to say. With that, everybody have a fantastic rest of your day.